Welcome to the Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu Podcast, brought to you by Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu, Daniel Fredell, Jason Beber, and our wonderful guest today, Mr. Jeffrey Mingus. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome, Jeffrey. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> well, you're not going to say it's an honor? <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's basically an honor. Well, it is, It, it uh, I suppose. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite parts about having Jeff on the podcast is we get to hear him laugh a lot. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Never again. Never again. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, we love your laugh. It's one of my favorite things. So, so Mr. Mingus, let's talk about Jeff some. Uh-oh. Let me set it up. Let me set it up. All right. So, how old are you, Jeff? I am fifty-eight now. Ooh, Jeffrey is a. 58-year-old, three- or four-stripe blue belt. Three. Three-stripe blue belt here at Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu. How long have you been doing Jiu-Jitsu? Uh, October will be five years. Oh, snap. Nice. Man, I had my blue belt for five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, two of those years didn't really count. because <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We weren't doing Jiu-Jitsu for that time. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Jeff's one of the OG members original gangsters mm-hmm. came here from the other place mm-hmm. and has basically been a staple in mm-hmm. our jiu-jitsu culture you don't have to call it the one. other place by the way we've named it on the podcast many yeah times. i don't i don't like to say it though Just, okay. I, you know who wants to yeah. give them free publicity wasn't mad. well all 11 people that listen to us may may be interested <laughs> in <laughs> we got an audience of 67 thank you very oh, much nice all right well welcome jeff thank you thank you so what do we do? We just talk. We just talk about whatever the fuck <laughs> we want to talk about. Okay. Yep. I think we should first, uh, this podcast for me is sponsored by, that's not true at all. Uh, <laughs> technically, it's sponsored by William Johnson. We should take these five minutes to talk trash about William Johnson. You want to do that now or after? I don't care. So for the record, my only inter- interactions with William Johnson, and I wish I knew him better, was uh, the one or two times he might have attended a, an open mat or something like that. In your opinion, did he look like a cockroach? <laughs> like, did he look like the human version of a cockroach? <laughs> I can honestly say I don't remember. <laughs> a very politically correct answer. How about you? I've I- never formally met him. I met him out back at the uh, big-ass jiu-jitsu party for like two minutes, and that was it. Did he look like he would sell you meth <laughs> or like a stolen radio out of like a 1992 Z28 Camaro? Ooh, the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed the radio. Both, maybe? Not going to lie, since we talked about him, I've been like looking at him as a friend on Facebook. <laughs> I went through his pictures. I was like, surely this dude is not as tore up as they may have seemed. And he's got... He's got some features on He him. looks just like I describe him, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's one of our 68 listeners. He's going, He's uh, committed to being a... Uh, he's probably a, calling in as we speak. <laughs> I'm, not giving I'm very that, excited to have him out. On that dude, guest. he's not getting my number. <laughs> well, he might message Here, me on the book. It's BR549. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, let's see here. What else was I going to say about William Johnson? Yeah, Dumb. so um, he sponsored this podcast with... Uh, a giant Sapporo Japanese beer that I am currently uh, enjoying. Eh, it's not really I'm enjoying it. It's not a great beer, but it's the best. It's the best type. It's the kind that I didn't have to pay for, so I'm just going to drink it, not complain too much. Gotcha. 
Well, that's nice. Um, but yes, that's that. That remains to be seen. Huh. You complain too much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't complain. I'm not the complainer of this group. <laughs> we, we, we have, we, I have text proving otherwise. <laughs> Anyways, well, you're my on. soundboard. <laughs> well, let's talk about. Let's get right into it, Jeffrey. Okay. Tell yes. us about your uh, entry into jujitsu. How you got started. Uh, what you thought about it when you started. Why you're still here. After all the abuse that I give you, uh, <laughs> how you've taken on a leadership role, all the things. So, do you want the long version? The long, long version. We have we have all the time. We have we need. all the time in the world. Yep. You just have to get closer to the microphone. Okay. Is that close enough? I feel like yes. it might. Okay. Sounds great. Better. Good. Okay. So, um, about six years ago, I was in the throes of um, we'll call it a middle age crisis. Okay. And um, at 53, uh, I, I was a, a, a vital member of the community. I, my partner and I were winning awards uh, for you know leadership, and, and I had been president of different nonprofit organizations. I am wow. in the best job that I've ever had with Habitat for Humanity. And um, I was empty. Um, my relationship was not where I wanted it to be. Uh, I wasn't where I wanted to be. And honestly, I was ready to quit playing the game. And so, um, fortunately, I have a really good boss. And she said, Jeff, you're going to counseling, period. Um, and so I went to counseling, and my counselor worked through all these things. And, and she said, Jeff, she said, everything I hear about you, you are an amazing person. And, you know, everybody likes you, and you like everybody. And you, you're doing all these things and you're making everybody happy. She said, there's only one person that doesn't like you. And I went, who? And she <laughs> said, you. And she said, we've got to work on that. And so we worked through that. And I learned very quickly that I was responsible for one person's happiness. And when I was able to achieve that, that I could recognize the good in myself and I could recognize the good in others and I could help make other people happy. So that's, that's where it starts. The other side of it is she said, you have got to find one thing that you do for you and you alone. Something that only Jeff wants to do, not for, not for the community, not for your partner, not for your parents, not for anybody else, just for Jeff. And so I went, okay, well, there's this one thing that I've always wanted to do since middle school. And that was wrestling. My cousins wrestled. Uh, they were on the d different wrestling teams at St. Stephen's. And because I was um, much smaller and always guilt-ridden and uh, because of the things in my, in, in my um, personal life, uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm going to tell you that I'm gay. Uh, I did not know that, Jeff. What? No. <laughs> Wait. Wait a minute. How long have we known each other? <laughs> we can't be friends Surprise! <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so to boil that down to salt, I was embarrassed, I, and, and um, I, I just couldn't. I wouldn't allow myself to do that. I wouldn't risk putting myself out there and uh, being either humiliated or any, uh, you know, thing of that nature. So we come back to the present and um, I find the one thing that I can do 
that I want to do for myself. And I, so I jumped online and lo and behold, there's a jujitsu academy like two blocks from my house. And the coach there uh, is one Jason Bever. What an asshole. I know, right? And so <laughs> I set up a time. I, I, I announced to, uh, to myself that I was going to go and I was going to meet him and I was going to sign up for jujitsu. And so I went and I'm talking to him and I'm explaining what I want to do. Now you got to keep in mind, I am 54 years old at this point. I am 270 pounds. I am like the stay puffed guy on uh, Ghostbusters. I feel like your height should be included in this 270. <laughs> <laughs> I am all of five, eight <laughs> on a good day. <laughs> so Jason is, is there and we're talking through it and he's like, yeah, we could do stuff. And I'm, 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 he's putting on his gi and getting ready for class and, and I'm going through it and he looks up at me and he, he cocks his head up at me and it's like, okay. <laughs> so my first month in, in jujitsu was private lessons. Um, and because again, I wasn't going to risk being humiliated. I wasn't going to risk being embarrassed. And so we i'll fast forward now to my first private lesson i was gonna say you gotta tell that story (laughs) 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 no this is why you're on your way you don't have to apologize we want to hear your laugh (laughs) that's the whole point i may have turned my headphones down (laughs) (laughs) so my first private lesson jason's like okay what do you know and i'm like uh nothing he goes okay okay Okay, and he, you can see he's regrouping and, and going, oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> and he goes, so we're first going to teach you how to fall down. And if, if you've ever done jujitsu, you know how important a break fall and, uh, and, and then all of the things that follow that uh, are. And so here we are. He is desperately showing me, and he goes, and, and you would think for a fat guy it would be pretty easy to be round. <laughs> so my first dozens of attempts at falling were, were, were really awful. We were glad we were on a padded surface. That's all I'm saying. And he would go, no, just act like you're just sitting down and just get your butt close to the ground and then roll back. And that would be boom. <laughs> and he'd be, okay, that, that was better. Okay. So now that I've fallen down, he teaches a backward roll. Uh, because you know you can combine those things and so now he's like this is how you do it and you roll over one shoulder and you tilt your head to the side so that you're not cracking your neck and that's important with me because I've had two neck surgeries and so you don't I don't want to do that and so now I I, I... continue it's fine oh. <laughs> we just had a little bit of feedback in mind oh. so you're good okay so um, I now do the break fall and I roll over my shoulder I'm telling you, it was like a three-year-old child doing something for the first time. Well, I would like to interject. <laughs> I have taught three-year-olds, and they probably do that better than you. <laughs> it's, it's true. I've seen them do it. You, you know, you know what I do to them though. Like if if they can't do a backwards roll, I just go over and I pinch them really hard on the ass, like really hard. Which uh, is, is maybe not such a good strategy if you're maybe a, not. You know, but, it's but it's a good still way funny. To get on a list. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you go you. and they, they go oh they turn <laughs> over. You know, I thought I felt something those first lessons. You may have. <laughs> you may have. <laughs> yeah. 
so that's my start in jujitsu. Uh, I have been addicted ever since. Um, I, it, it's, it's a, it's a fascinating journey at 54. You think, uh, okay, I've learned everything that I can possibly learn. I'm on the downhill slide. And all of a sudden I'm reborn. They often like a Phoenix. Would you say like a Phoenix? Phoenix, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So they often say, use the phrase jujitsu saved my life. And in this case, honestly, I'm not sure I would be here if it hadn't been for jujitsu. Well, we're, we're really glad you're here. That's for sure. I know I am. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You're easily one of my favorite training partners. <laughs> I saw a yeah. meme. We, we, we mentioned this the other day, but I saw a meme and it said, Jiu-Jitsu have you like, and then it said, where, where Mr. I don't know, some, some very typical like older man, where, where Mr. Ralph at today or whatever. And it, and it was basically referencing how like, uh, you know, a 20 year old, you know, uh, collegiate wrestler will end up being good friends with, you know, a, a, a Jeffrey Mingus and that, and that's like legit what happened to me. I and mean, you're one of my best friends in the whole world. And I, I don't remember when that happened. You know, <laughs> I don't remember, uh, what you're, you just being here is like the, the highlight of my class. A lot of times, yeah. if thank you're not you. here, it's disappointing. For sure. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Did you, did you think that you would make it this far? How far is far? You know, we don't know, but, did you think you'd still be here like five years ago? So um, I'll tell a graduation story real quick. I went to LR and I was the first in my family to do that. And I had no real expectations as to how I would do or what I would do. And I went into history and, and Latin. And then I saw uh, a friend of mine graduate. And I noticed that several of the people there had different, uh, what they called honor cords on, on their uh, graduation. Are robes. you going to tell me about the cum laude? Yeah, sum, so, so <laughs> there's, there's cum laude, magna cum laude, and summa cum laude. And then the way I graduated, which was laude how come. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's a dad joke. Uh, not so great either. <laughs> so all I heard was sumi, and I'm thinking, sumi gaish? We can, we can. Yeah, we can translate. <laughs> I do that. So anyway, the, the point of all this is I am very, very, very competitive. I'm not a competitor, but I am very competitive. And if I see something that I think I want, and in this case, it was an honor cord, and in jujitsu, it was a blue belt. And so I was determined once I started and once I didn't die and once I got over my first arm bar injury, thank you, Jordan. Um, I'm a tagger in this. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jordan Diaz. Yeah. yeah. Oh we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah. <laughs> she probably don't even remember it. That's no, the funny part. She probably didn't. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I set my sights at that and then I got it and I was like, uh, what do you do now? <laughs> you keep going you, unless you get the blue belt flu, which is very different than the uh, coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's not the same, but the, the, it's still Both a RIP. Put you down it's, just, it's just as deadly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, now I have my sights uh, set on uh, purple. Hashtag. Yeah, purple by 60. Purple by 60. And so I have uh, 
I'm a slow study, bless. As, as, as new information comes in, old information gets pushed out. And so, Hey, here's, here's the way I, I say it all the time. I'm like, listen, you can't pour six gallons worth of information in a five gallon bucket. Like something's going to overflow. So Jeff, all that, all that Latin, it's got to go. <laughs> we're, we're, we're putting, we're putting arm bars and triangle defense in there, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I got the triangle defense pretty well. You do, pretty for good. sure. Yes. Yeah, it's for a, it's sure. very hard to triangle you, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would wager that if you polled the school, and, or the Team Phoenix, and said, who would you most like to triangle? <laughs> <laughs> I would be one of the top contenders. You yes. or D? One yeah. of the yeah. two. Yeah, you or D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I've triangled Jeff once in probably the last same. <laughs> <laughs> almost 12 months like since i've been back from new york i've triangled jeff once i don't think i don't think i've called him in the past year i have no. i just i, I think, distinctly uh, remember it because we were yeah. both just shocked we were like oh <laughs> damn okay <laughs> <laughs> but no i remember burning my hamstrings out trying to finish a triangle on him for like two minutes straight and i was finally <laughs> able to get <laughs> i was rotated completely underneath him just to try to take up slack from my ankles being tied together <laughs> Well, I just don't yeah. fall into his trap. What he does, he puts one arm in between your guards <laughs> like so, that, smash so that you'll yeah. try to triangle him, and then he just passes your guard like, oh, yeah. just kidding, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Is, and this, then, is this what you want? <laughs> and you definitely do not want Jeff in topside control. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's not even fair. But, so the funny part is I had the exact same issue as Jeff. Whenever I started jiu-jitsu, Jiu-jitsu did not come easy to me at oh, all. Me neither. Dude, it was ridiculous. Like, whenever I competed at Newbreed and took home uh, second place in gi and men's advanced no gi, that was the first two physical trophies I had ever won. Before then, I have academic trophies all over my house, from <laughs> writing to grades to everything. I had never won anything physical. A lot of people look at me, they think I've been an athlete my entire life. But I haven't. I mean, I was a bookworm and a nerd. I don't have that problem. (laughs) I'm trying to relate to you, Jeff. (laughs) But no, like, it was my body just, my body didn't want to move independently. Like, if my right arm was doing something, my left arm wanted to do it. My right (laughs) leg was doing something, my left leg wanted to do it. Well, I completely understand what you mean. So, same. I have a similar experience, except for uh, when Daniel and I trained together. What'd you get? I think you got your blue belt maybe six yes. or eight months before yeah, six me. Six months, I think. We uh, we trained the same under the same instructor, and mm-hmm. I was literally the butt of every joke in the gym. Like I, w- well, the only time the that's only, yeah, I'll give you that. The one. only time yeah. I wasn't the the butt of a joke is when someone like that Larry guy would show up, and like oh, just had like zero, like he was Larry. Like, I forgot about. Wait, was that he was the guy that wore was jeans that while we were training? Yeah, under him? yeah. Was okay. Yeah. Gotcha. At, at Atlantic. Oh, so, okay, like, gotcha, gotcha. this guy, Larry, I don't remember his this name, but, he, like, he would grapple with a pocket knife in his pocket, like, on purpose. Yeah. You'd be like, Larry, are you wearing a pocket knife? He's like, yeah. You're like, uh, bro, you don't, I don't want you to stab me. He's like, I don't take my pocket knife off. I'm like, well, I'm not rolling with you then. Yeah. <laughs> he was literally so immobile, he could not sit on the mats. Yeah. When he sat on his knees, he had to be straight up. That, right. Him. His heels wouldn't touch his butt. <laughs> That's how inflexible his knees were. <laughs> Like, like, like your knees yeah. bend that way. Yeah. It's not like if he were to sit on his butt, his legs had to be straight out in front of him with yeah. his knees bent. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. But so, so the only time I wasn't the butt of every single joke in the academy was when Larry or somebody like Larry was there. Yeah. 
And then, and then, you know, then we, I was all too happy. I'm like, yeah, stupid Larry with your stupid legs. And, you know, <laughs> I'm like, man, thank so, God they're not talking about me anymore. You know? So it makes you grateful for Dukers, doesn't it? It does. It really does. <laughs> oh, so great. <laughs> well, if I may, if I may describe uh, the opposite side of Jeffrey's story, it's actually kind of funny. So Jeff walked in and. Uh, the guy that owned the gym was like, hey, this guy wants to do private lessons or something. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, hey, I'm Jason. You know, he's, oh, hey, I'm Jeff. You know, as you've heard, he's the, about the most friendly person you've ever met. And uh, he doesn't cover up the gay very well at all. <laughs> but I wasn't like, oh, hey, you're gay. You know, just like, oh, okay, here's a new guy. And then uh, your appearance was very... Um, I don't know, like you just you weren't you didn't look like all the rest of my students. You know, your your beard's gray and you got no hair. We had the mustache back then. He did have the porn stash. You know, the, and I had the bozo hair. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and so I like I was like, Well, we'll just see how this goes and yeah. I, I I distinctly remember teaching break falls and a technical get up that day and <laughs> I was like, What am I gonna do with this guy? Like I hope he comes back. I need the money, but man, I I don't know if I've helped him any at all. <laughs> and and I got to be honest, like you have absolutely, uh, like I I love how jujitsu changes not just your, not just your um, your self confidence, but like like talk about like your hair. Like jujitsu is a reason to cut your hair short. It's almost like like Fight Club. It's a reason you trim your fingernails. You know, it's a yeah. Right. Hmm, I, I, I was going to post a picture of my fingernails uh, just for the listeners. We're all looking at our fingernails now. <laughs> Everything's trimmed up. Nice. I, I was going to take a picture of my fingernails and I was because they had gotten long because I haven't done exactly. jujitsu all week. And I was going to say it's been hmm. this long since I, I ha- since I haven't done jujitsu. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's awful. Before jujitsu, man, I like literally just I'd bite the edge of my nail and just rip it off spit it out and keep going like they were jagged as hell but i just like kept continuously yeah. bit them rip you mean them off. before corona hmm? I, I, <laughs> don't I, put your fingers in your mouth now no, bro. I, <laughs> no I, but when i started jujitsu like so whenever you rip your nails off you have like that exposed nail bed yeah. and like the real thin Oof. nail over top of it and then you grab somebody's lapel and your <laughs> fingertips are on fire because you're like digging yeah, it we. in there yeah so i stopped doing that and i actually started like trimming my nails up and filing them down where they weren't sharp and shit yeah i also want to tell a story about your your blue belt promotion this is actually a pretty funny story <laughs> it is a funny story so um what's it meant so this this coming october will be three years yeah, and I, I I I know this. I was about to say that's pretty impressive. Well, the only reason I know this because we got promoted on the same day. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So uh, my instructor TC had a big seminar, and he had uh, one of our one of all of our grappling heroes, Professor Carl Pravic, with the we, we just call him Silver Fox or the Fox. You'll hear him referred to often. So the Fox was there for this uh, big seminar, and um, I was promoted to no no. Uh, I was a purple belt and I'd been wearing a purple belt a good while, like a pretty good time. Yeah. And, uh, lots of people suspected I would be promoted to brown belt. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that TC had told some people like, Hey, don't tell Beber, but we're going to, we're going to promote him. So like a bunch of my, you know, like Daryl and some people that don't, aren't like members of our team, like showed up for the promotion. Yeah. And so, you know, we're all sitting around doing the promotional, the, the promotion thing and, he uh, calls me up, and I get a stripe on my purple belt. It's my fourth stripe. 
and uh, everybody's kind of clapping and looking at me and like suspecting like me to just be like, man, f this and throw something and walk out, you know, or something. It, it was it was a hard. I was like, oh, <laughs> like lot, lots. There were a lot of different emotions yeah. in the room, you know. Yeah. And um, so uh, TC's kind of notorious for pulling pranks like that. And so anyway, I was just like, well, well, okay, then I don't know what else I got left to do, but I got to do it, I guess. So. Um, I, uh, he asked me to come up and we have a couple of promotions for team Phoenix. And, uh, I was like, well, you know, uh, Jeffrey Mingus, can you come up here and get your blue belt please? And, uh, T Jeff, Jeff comes walking up all teary eyed and like a, like a toddler about to receive his cookie, you know, and he, man, he's so excited. You, you just see all the emotion all over him. The crowd has went wild. They're all like, yeah, you know? And then, uh, TC goes, well, I'm not promoting him. And I really, I literally looked at him. I said, well, go sit down. No, he said, go back. <laughs> I just, I pointed to where he was sitting. I was like, go sit down. And, uh, and he just put his head down and started to walk off. <laughs> and TC, TC then said, cause you are. And then he like promoted me to Brown belt. Uh, so, and then I, and then I in turn promoted Jeff to blue belt. It was pretty, I don't want to, hilarious isn't the right word, but, uh, it was an emotional roller coaster for sure. It was a gotcha. <laughs> but it was funny without, without missing a beat. I went, well, go sit down. <laughs> Not today, sir. Not today. <laughs> but that was, I think there's a video of that someplace. Maybe, maybe, uh, somebody has a video. I remember seeing it on Facebook. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll attach, like when we share It'll this pop on Facebook, up on I'll, October. I'll, I'll attach it to the thing so we can kind of have something to reference it to. Anyway, yeah. tell us more. Tell us more, Jeff, about you. So, um, so me. So you made it to blue belt. And I made then it to what? blue belt. Well, so uh, let well, me. No, 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 no. We got to back up a little bit. You made it past a month worth of private lessons, <laughs> and then you decided to try actual class. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we good. didn't get that part in. Okay, so there's a funny story there Sorry, too. I, I'm that's I'm okay. literally asking questions because I want to hear this story. Okay. Well, that's so, the point. You know what I'm saying? It's so, like just talking with your buddies. We, we get through the private lessons, and I'm feeling confident. And I'm like, okay, should I try a lesson? And his response was, well, that's totally up to you. And so I go to class, and, and it's a, it's a good-sized class. I mean, there were lots of people. My, my good friend Ricky was there, and he kind of took me under wing and made sure I was doing the right things, and we became drill partners. And, and then... Um, it came time to uh, we got through, I got through the class fine, and it came time to uh, to to roll to spar. Let's just say you got through the class. I, I <laughs> you didn't get through the class fine. <laughs> Listen, I barely get through classes fine these days. <laughs> the fact that I didn't, yeah, you didn't die. I didn't die, and you yeah. made it to to sparring. I to made rolling. it to sparring, and so um, Justin is there, Justin Chandler, and. I was like, who the hell is Justin? <laughs> you mean Chan Ch Chandler Man. <laughs> Ch right. Ch Chandler is there. And the, keep in mind, I was probably still at about 250 at this point. And Chandler is all of 145 soaking wet. Maybe. Yeah. At that Maybe. time, he was probably 135. So yeah. there, easily I've got 100 pounds on him. And, and Chandler's. What like five four maybe? I don't. I, I'd say five four five four. Yeah, I don't five, five. Excuse me. I don't mean to. I'm not trying to be insulting. No, I'm no, saying no. He's a small it, guy. It, it, so there's a, there's a definite difference between our two body types and weight and and skill levels and all this kind of stuff. Because Chandler was a wrestler. 
Um, but you didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. I haven't heard this story. And so we uh, we square up, and the next thing I know, Chandler gets in this wrestling stance, and you know I'm all about monkey see, monkey do, and so I mirror his monkey his, his uh, wrestling stance, and the next thing I know, he grabs my arm, drags it across my body, and I see this big ass and a pair of legs fly over my head and I hear a loud boom and it was me. <laughs> it, was it was my me. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whose ass is that? <laughs> oh shit, that's my ass. And of course my natural reaction was I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you were one of my, I swear, I, I walked in the open mat the other day and I didn't feel real great and I was like, I'm just going to watch. <laughs> and I saw Jeff grappling with somebody and I was like, well, you ain't doing it right because Jeff ain't laughing. <laughs> exactly. If he ain't laughing, he's 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 got the upper hand on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm still comfortable. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, stories about I'm interested to have Chandler on on the podcast, and the reason mm-hmm. being, Chandler is uh, one of the most socially awkward, doesn't talk ever people that I know. Yeah. And so having him on a thing that's very audio will be mm-hmm. really interesting. Yeah. But. Um, you know, just for the listeners, as we've described him, he's a short, small, ferocious little mm-hmm. guy. I mean, he is. There is no quit in him. No, and not he, at all. He's the giant killer. No, the yeah. first uh, first big ass jujitsu party we had, he got in on like thirty rolls. Uh, it was thirty five minute 30. rounds. Oh. Dude. For his yeah. for his birthday, oh, yeah. I remember at the end I was talking to him and he was like pulling clumps of yeah. hair out of his head. <laughs> That's I'm like, he... dude, you need to sit down. He's like, no, nah, I'm gonna go get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever you need. So uh, when we were at the other place, I uh, there was this guy that showed up one day, and I mean, this guy was probably six seven and easily three hundred fifty oh, pounds. Yeah, I mean, I he was that. huge. He was yes. the biggest, he, probably the biggest person that's ever came to to one of my mm-hmm. jujitsu classes. He had no skill. Um, but he was a giant, so I don't know how, but Chandler got paired up with him right off the rip. And, uh, Both of them were still fresh. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah it was brand yeah. new. So uh, were you there that night, Jeff? I might have been. Uh, when Ricky goes, no slamming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, Chandler squares. <laughs> well, he put him like up near the lights oh, yeah. and then brought him down to the mat, man. It was a, I mean, it sounded like a car came through the front door. So for the <laughs> listeners, uh, Chandler shot in on this guy on a single leg and and i mean it looked like it looked like a chihuahua trying to hump a person I mean, it was hilarious, <laughs> you know? and this big dude just snatches chandler up by the waist and hoists him up over his head and just power bombs him on the mat and i mean as i mean it, it made a sound like like a car had just come through the building yeah and uh ricky one of our uh well, he's one of our blue belts now but you know, he's an older gentleman, and he looks at him, and he goes, "No slamming!" Real loud. <laughs> but meanwhile, while while Ricky's yelling at this guy, Chandler is pissed, and he oh, gets yeah. up and climbs this dude <laughs> like a ladder yes. and strangles his ass. <laughs> and I I was just standing there in amazement, like, "Holy shit! I guess jujitsu does work." <laughs> I mean, Chandler just yeah. beat the dog crap out of that oh, guy yeah. afterwards, and then, I, mean, oh, I was Chandler just like, kicked, oh, "Okay." Yeah. Chandler kicked it up to a hundred yeah. after that. So I was like, "Okay, we're playing that yeah. game. I can yeah. play that too." But like I say, Chandler hit Dude. the ground, and I mean, he was it was like he was on a spring. Oh, he was just boing, yeah. and he came back up, and I was like, "Oh shit, here we go!" <laughs> and I I truly wish we had that on video. Yeah, that would and, be awesome. And I I just always 
I always think about Chandler just climbing that dude like mm. a ladder. I mean, he literally ran up that dude's body <laughs> and drug him to the ground and stuck to him like a backpack and just choked yeah. the life out of him. Yeah. Need to say he didn't get slammed again. Well, not just that. That dude never came back. He never darkened the door again. Mm. And what's funny is maybe like, a, I don't know, six months or a year later, I went to uh, one of the local restaurants, a little uh, sandwich place, and that guy was working there. I didn't remember who he was. And he goes, hey, coach. And I was like, uh, hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> he's like, uh, you remember me? And I was like, uh, no, not at all. And he's like, well, I, you know, I came to jiu-jitsu class. Whatever happened to that little guy? And I was like, oh, <laughs> he's still there. <laughs> okay, cool. And then he never came back again. <laughs> what a what an interesting life we live sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah. All right, so Jeff made it through his first several uh man it, it, the timing is kind of interesting because mm. uh you probably started taking private lessons in september maybe august right. late no, august no it was, it was september i suppose and then uh you started first class was october october and okay. then and then i announced we were leaving in january in january and i was like <laughs> uh, yeah that was just a couple months after yeah. that. i didn't think about that yeah he wasn't yeah. he wasn't here very long mm. <laughs> yeah i was like uh, uh what do we uh, where do we because i was all paid up i was paid up through june i i truly regret uh <laughs> the the last place i taught at a lot of my students had already prepaid for um I, the gym membership. We we yeah. should I should say that that was a voluntary post. I right. did, I didn't get paid for any any of my time teaching there, and I and I that's not it's not a slide on anybody. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. I just, I did it as a I don't know like a way to a way to do jujitsu. Yeah, do jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, kill time, and it, mm-hmm. it turned into more than we had originally planned. So it wasn't you know I don't feel like I was necessarily cheated or anything. It wasn't like I didn't have any uh, contractual obligation or anything. So when I decided to to move, I didn't know that lots of my current students from there had already paid like hundreds or like many hundreds of dollars for a, a membership there. So like it was probably there were years before I knew that that you had done that. And and Deuce, uh, that's another success story. He had paid like six months in advance. He paid yeah. like six or seven hundred dollars, yeah. and they wouldn't refund him at all. Which I mean, you know, I understand why you wouldn't refund him, but but the yeah. the, the the flip side of that is I had the option of going to that gym anytime I wanted to. I yeah. just didn't choose yeah. to do that. Yeah, it? so gotcha. it's all good. It's odd. It was odd. I I I still feel bad about some of the dealings that went on, kind of in that transitional period. But mm-hmm. I, you know, what are you going to do? It's four years later. I can't I can't undo any of that. Right. Yeah. It is, but I mean, that's one of the big reasons why we don't have contracts here. Yeah. Everything's month to month. You don't have to sign up for six months to a year. We just want everybody month to month. If you need to take a month off, cool, do that. We'll be here when you get back. No problems. I, I like the way we do it. I like the way we do it. Seems seems fair. You know, you pay for what you get. Uh, uh, I've always thought this uh, the idea of like somehow contractually obligating people to, to exercise seems one-sided at the very least yeah. it's more like hey well, i mean it can be a lot of gyms do that because they want dedicated clients right they won't commit you know, yeah, well they also want the money too well yeah, yeah i mean look, they, it's a business they yeah. need they want they need and want the money yeah but you know if you if the student is doing or if the the client is doing their part like i, I understand that like 
I get both sides, mm-hmm. but it, it's still a little bit shady to like, I don't know, contractually obligate someone for a year of yeah. their life and then and then absolutely refuse to let them out like for any reason. Yeah, yeah. That no, seems I completely agree with that. You know, yeah. if you okay, fine. If your gym does contracts, that's cool. I'm not mad about it. But then like, uh, if you move, you still just like you still just mm-hmm. paying those dues. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're like, nope, not sorry. That seems wrong. Yeah, I mean, it does, right? I mean, it seems seems oh, wrong. I completely like, agree. With well, it, yeah. I think a lot of gyms will have if you move like fifty miles or more, they they have a, yeah. Surely a, there's some type of clause out. in the contract. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I've never been a member of a I've gym. No, I've, yeah, well, I've never moved. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. You you were you were my neighbor, and now you're my neighbor. Yeah. Well, I mean, fifty miles away. <laughs> It's pretty pretty funny. We're still neighbors, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, Jeff and I live like literally, I don't know, four blocks away from each other, but it's oh, really? directly across the railroad tracks. So, that, so to uh, get there, it's, you have to go all the way around. But like, if you were just walking, you could just walk straight across. Gotcha. Pretty much, yeah. You wouldn't really want to walk through parts of my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's neighborhood is far safer than mine, <laughs> but parts of my neighborhood are really nice. Yeah, I don't know. My car's been hit, broken into, and all that fun stuff. Really? Yeah. I'd like to tell an interesting story about uh, Jeff. Oh, I got one too. I told it at, uh, what I give you, your second stripe on your blue belt or your third? Ooh, let's hear yours then. Let's hear it. No, go ahead. No, no, no. You first. No. Yours yours comes chronolo- chronologically before. And I would like to note, this, this is kind of funny. So while I was in New York, Daniel sends me a text. He's like, when's the last time Jeff got a stripe? I was like, how the hell do I know? Look on, <laughs> look on Facebook, I guess. I don't know. And he's like, man, it's been it's been almost a year. I was like, uh, well, maybe you should give him one. Yeah. So for the record, I'm good. <laughs> well, I'm, th- this is a private conversation between Daniel and myself. Yes. You know, yes. this, it did not invo- involve you. Yeah, didn't involve you whatsoever. And so uh, he was like, man, he's been coming to all these classes. I'm like, well, good. Like, give him a stripe. Why? No, I'm sitting here thinking like, Dude, I've got to push way too hard for this like two stripe blue belt. <laughs> it might be time for you to give him another stripe. So, so I'm like, well, you're the instructor. Give him a stripe. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'll be back in yeah April, maybe. I don't know. And I believe this <laughs> was the. I'm going to say it's the second stripe I ever gave out. Yeah. Like I think to it this was. day I've only given out four stripes. Well, that's your fault. Yeah. It's I, not my fault. I'm not the head instructor. You don't Everything have to be the head you. instructor. You have permission. I, I understand that, but I won't like like we talked about before. That's why we got the council. You know, like I take you and little D's word in the council. If you're here, you're the head instructor. I want you to give them the stripe. Well, that's not the council. The council is the bl- is all the color belts. Oh well, yeah, I know. But this was a blue belt, so I couldn't throw it into the council. I know. Okay. What do we call it? There's a oh oh yeah, we do have a different name for it. The inner circle. The inner circle. Okay. So the <laughs> yeah, inner circle correct. is purple belts and up. Yeah, that's where we just we talk shit about the blue belts all the time, <laughs> oh, <Lord>. literally <laughs> twice a year. <laughs> yeah, Continue, sir. Often, it was yeah. definitely your, his third stripe, though. Or, I'm sorry, third, his second. His, his second, second stripe. Okay, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but yeah, so I told this story during his uh, whenever I gave him a stripe on his blue belt. But we were at Atlantic. I was a blue belt. Um, he was still a white belt. I think it was like maybe a one or two stripe white belt at that. I'm getting smashed by this other white belt. He trained with us. I don't even think we gave him a stripe or not. Daryl? Do mm-hmm. one? Yeah. I gave him a stripe. One you stripe. Did? Okay. He was uh, immediately promoted to blue belt like as soon as we left. Okay. Cool. Well, congrats. 
But um, anyways. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, yeah. He's, yeah. I'm just saying. Okay, I honestly didn't know. But um, so anyways, I'm with Daryl. Daryl outweighs me by a lot, and he's a pretty he's good grappler, taller, man. Yeah, he's a good grappler. Yeah, yeah. So he's just smashing me like his shoulder is on my face for like a minute and a half straight. <laughs> I cannot get out from under him. He's just got me completely locked up. And I'm literally sitting there just getting pissed. I'm letting my ego get the best of me. I'm trying to bench press him like I'm muscling the hell out of it. <laughs> I hear Jeff freaking laughing and screaming to high heaven. I look over. He's in the exact same position I am, smiling from ear to ear. I'm like, I am such a dick. <laughs> Seriously, I, felt, I looked over and I'm like, he's in the same position. He's having the time of his life. I'm over here pissed off because what I want to do ain't working. I was like, man, I'm such a dick. So I just <laughs> kind of went back and like just, I chilled out, took a couple deep breaths, started doing jujitsu again. You know, we had a little scramble, stuff like that. But after that, like, that's just one thing that stuck with me. Every time I start getting in, start getting like a pissy mood because I'm in a bad position, I think back, I'm like, no, Jeff wouldn't be mad right now. Jeff would be figuring things out, laughing his ass off. So I can <laughs> definitely true. do this. I can get out of this. And yeah. that's pretty much indicative of like any interaction with Jeff. Yes. You know, it's just going to be uh, fun and well, I don't want to say any. Except I, when I'm in old man mode. Yeah, I've seen you get pissy, mm-hmm. but like it's almost Remember never. Remember my dad is Mr. Personality. So, <laughs> Oh, can I tell that? <laughs> yeah, you can tell that. All right. So um, <laughs> I did not know. So I've, I knew. So Jeff's dad has, has passed away mm-hmm. and uh, I knew Jeff's dad like years oh, yeah years before I knew Jeff and I, oh, wow. I didn't know that that was his dad. <laughs> so, um, his dad used to work at what, the cookie company it was great American cookie, great, company. great American cookie, cookie company in the mall oh, okay. forever. He worked there forever. Right at the escalator. Yeah. yeah. And I used to get cookies from him. I think my, this girl that I sort of dated when I was really young, her mom owned the place or I don't know. It was just like, like I'd seen him there a million times. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, didn't see him for a long time, and then uh, my, my dad and I started, we, we have always went to this little drive through restaurant called the Circus Hall of Cream. Yeah. And um, I, I've li- I lived, I, I grew up like, I don't know, 100 yards from the Circus Hall of Cream my whole life. Yeah. So, we've been, I've been eating there for 41 years, almost 41 years now. So, on, on Saturday nights, or Saturday, Saturday afternoons, my dad and I, we would go to Circus Hall of Cream in the summertime. And there was this crotchety, mean, <laughs> grumpy old man who, who would work the door. And so if you've ever been to Cirque Sala Cream, or if you haven't, let me describe it. You, you, there's no place to sit down. It's a drive-through or takeout only. They do have like a little patio area that you could eat at, but most people just take their shit to go. Yeah. Or they go sit in their car or whatever. And uh, so there's just a window that they throw open. They go, hey, can I take your order? You know, it's, it's almost always like a bunch of 16 or 17-year-old girls. It's their first yeah. job, whatever. Yeah. Well, Jeff's dad has been retired forever, and he took a job working at the Circus Hall of Cream. And he would just throw the window up, open and look at you like you were an idiot. He's like, he would just <laughs> throw the window open and just look at you and wait. <laughs> and if you didn't say something, he would just close the window and go go back on with his business. And he'd be like, well. <laughs> and so, you know, he wouldn't even say, what do you want? He, he Just nothing. Just throw the window open and look at you. Wow. So, uh, 
my dad and I started calling him Mr. Personality. We were like, I wonder what Mr. Personality's doing today. And it was like a whole running joke. I mean, we yeah, would yeah. we would really start talking about Mr. Personality before we ever even got in a car to go there. And so uh, we we pull up and he he never he was never polite. Now he's never mean. He never said like, hey, f you or this or that. Yeah. He just just throw the window open, look at you. You would tell him what you want. And I got to where I, I had this emotional investment in, in Mr. Personality. <laughs> I would I got to where I was like, well, he ain't going to treat me like that. And I would be like, let me get a number one monster burger, no onions, <laughs> and a cherry, cherry Mountain Dew. I wouldn't even say thank you or please or nothing. I always tried to try to you know, put my man voice on. I'm like, I'm going to prove to him that he ain't got to me yet. <laughs> and so uh, we, you know, when, when your order was ready, he would just throw the window open. Number one, and then like you would hand him, you know, he'd say five seventy five. You'd hand him a ten. He didn't say thank you. He didn't say nothing. Just <laughs> he didn't say here's your change, how much it was. Just they hand you your shit and leave. And uh, that was Jeff's dad. That was Mister Personality. <laughs> and, uh, it was. How did we? Let's say how did you find I don't out? Know. This I think you told me that he worked there, and then I, I saw a picture of I him. I posted a picture that's that someone right. had painted of him. That's right at the cookie place, and I was like, "That's Mister Personality." <laughs> <laughs> and I went, "What?" <laughs> but I had this whole kind of I don't know persona like painted in my mind about his dad. I didn't know it was his dad, but I had this, you know, like like get off my yard you know whatever you know he was never never nice but he was never mean that was the funny part he just just didn't care stone cold yeah. did not care about me <laughs> at all which is know. weird because because knowing you I, yeah it's odd like i i would have thought he would be very much like you well he was sort of not at home but <laughs> <laughs> at the cookie place at the cookie place he was better <laughs> And then once I put two and two together, I remember him being at the cookie place, and he was always very nice there. I couldn't figure out like why he hated me at one place and not at the other. We got it all the time. Uh, he would come home and, and he would go, I can't understand people buying 50 and $60 worth of hamburgers and french fries when they could go out to the grocery store and they could get all this, they could get two weeks of food. And I was like, because they want to get a hot dog, Dad. <laughs> Well, they should be. <laughs> so, like he's mad because they're spending money at his company. <laughs> I was like, Dad, that's the way it works. You know, it's okay. Well, they could go get groceries and they could cook at home and they could be doing this and they don't need to be. And I'm like, I, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> get off my yard. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was very. It, it's funny how circular life can be sometimes. Oh. You know, I, I'm. I'm actually pretty thankful that I had that experience now because I know you. Otherwise, that would have just floated off into the ether of the universe that none of us ever think about yeah. again. And I would have been like, well, uh, moving on with my life, you yeah. know. It's just funny. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> since I made it weird. Where are, where are <laughs> we? I made it weird. <laughs> All right. So, 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 Jeff, tell us about your lack of blue belt flu. I, I'm I'm truly interested to know. <laughs> Tell us why you don't suck. <laughs> how? I mean, that's the sh the easiest way. But how yeah. did you? You know, how many twenty something ultra athletic, full of potential, uh, possible world champions have we promoted the blue belt that just are gone? R.I.P. Jerry. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like, how many, how many, how many Jerry's have come and gone? But like, here's Jeff. Here's Jeff with all the excuses and potential reasons to not be here. Why are you still here? Remember that little competitive thing that I talked about? Yeah. Um, so I am very fortunate that I had that there is a solid team behind me pushing me, pushing me, pushing me. And they are I will tell you that it is going to be a super proud moment. Well, okay, so we line up by rank, by belt rank, and, and I am very proud to I display I've even on the mats gone, uh, excuse me, blue belt. <laughs> Get out of my way, white <laughs> exactly. belt. Uh, but I, so I'm, I'm very, I'm very proud of that. And, and, and so we line up by rank. And, and as I said, my teammates are, are just, they learn so quick and they, they've gotten so good. Even the dirty foot lockers, Anthony. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> and Aaron. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's, it's going to be a proud moment when, they get to stand on my right side instead of my left side. I'm I'm going to be so happy for them because they uh, they've done great things. They've they've learned jujitsu and they've moved forward and and that's what it's about. But in the meantime, that little competitive edge that I've got going on, that bug that I that have in my crawl that these people are catching me, mm-hmm. <laughs> makes me go that much that push that little bit harder and drive that little bit further and you know want to want to be you know be better mm-hmm. um the other thing is that i've i've learned it the hard way i have to tell you because there have been some emotional roller coasters that i ride that i'm not competing against them mm-hmm. the, the, that's a hard thing to remember though oh, you know oh, it's, it's very hard it's hard to remember that the people you roll with you know four or five nights a week are not your competition right it's hard to remember that for me even yeah so my competition is the 54 year old that walked into the gym and goes i want to do jujitsu and i look at i have to look at where i was where i've been and think about where i'm going and that's what keeps bringing me into class plus i'm just addicted to it it is the best thing i have ever done for myself I'm uh, I'm in. This is this is going to sound weird. I am inspired by your uh, dedication. Uh, your your dedication levels vary depending. You have other things that you do, choir and. Well, I used to. Well, it, but, <laughs> I'm glad to say that jujitsu has basically absorbed Jeff's entire life. I'm pretty happy about that. Well, I mean, I think Oops. it did before because he would show up after choir yeah. just to see how just we to were watch. doing. Like, hey guys, yeah. just, just here to see what you're doing. <laughs> but no, I don't think that's weird at all. He's been a huge inspiration for me. I mean, I tell him that all the time. Like every time I show up and I come down steps, I really don't want to train. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting in the mood now. I'm ready to train now." <laughs> I mean, think about what an integral part of our team you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there are times when, like, uh, I might have a private lesson that that crosses over into the fundamentals class, and Jeff will uh, almost always only Jeff, and I'm going to have to fix that. That's a problem. But uh, Jeff always volunteers to, you know, run the warm-ups and uh, teach a few little things. And it, it, it's 
I've never worried about whether or not like you're qualified. You may worry about it, but I know that you're qualified. To I, I teach. always worry about it. Yeah, but you but you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. I I, w- I wouldn't trust you with it if you weren't. Like that's a fact. Like you wouldn't. Uh, there are, I don't know. I I wouldn't trust someone. I wouldn't allow someone who I didn't trust to teach good information to run the fundamentals uh, class if I can't make it. Uh, I, I wouldn't trust them if they if they weren't trustworthy. I guess that's what yeah. I would say. Well, thank you. Like, I know what you know and what you do well, and you're only going to teach those things that you do really well, and you do a lot of things really well. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. no, thank you for doing all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd... Uh, I mean, it's not like I'm not like a mirror. Of <laughs> it's pretty funny. There, it's we've talked about this before, but there is a almost like a every every academy has you know the, the instructor has kind of like some specialties. I'll use uh, um, I'll use John Piper as an example. John Piper, Charlotte Jiu Jitsu Academy. He is a master, a absolute master at the crucifix. I mean. The, the crucifix position is. He, he, I don't think he's ever done a competitive match where he where he didn't find himself in it, and uh, I've never rolled with him where he didn't. I mean, just stretch me out with it, and I'm like, ah. and and you know it's coming, you just can't stop it. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's funny because like, I'm not gonna say all his students are masters at it, but they they get plenty of it for sure. And so it's kind of funny, like it's indicative of like what however the instructor is, is kind of like how the students are going to be, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But I'm mm-hmm. just saying like, uh, you can look across the room at Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu and go, yep, those are Jason Bever's students. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, I mean, for real. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is when Daniel was running the morning class, when, when I, when I was working like a regular job, it was funny. You could, you could be like, well, those are Daniel students for sure. Like they do yeah. Daniel stuff. You know, look, mm-hmm. L- little D students. Oh, yeah. Definitely a little D, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's it's interesting how how that kind of imprints on the. And then the, there's Jameson. And then there's Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, one of the things I wanted while I was gone is I wanted D to kind of adopt Jameson, and uh, I, I don't I don't think Jameson showed up enough for for D to adopt him in that way. But man, as uh, I, uh, awkward's probably the best way to describe his jujitsu, and I don't mean that insultingly. I'm saying it's like a. He doesn't move like you. Unconventional. Yeah, unconventional. Yeah. That's probably a yeah. good way. Uh, man, that would suit. Like, those two are oh, yeah. peas in a pod mm. in that way. Mm. Um, but, you know, I mean, Jameson's been coming a lot regularly. Man, he's gotten drastically better. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really impressed with his progress, like mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. His, um, uh, like, desire to be part of the team has... Oh, yeah, he's, he's caught the bug. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, and it's funny how... Let's let's think about this. I mean, three colored belts sitting here. You ever do you ever just take the time to look at a new student and you just see you see them start to like mm-hmm. catch the bug and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that person they got it. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I used to think it was when they buy a key, but it's not. It, do you see this change in them where they're like, like they didn't. They just go mop the mats. You don't ask them to. They don't. Yeah. They're just like, well, going to be a good a good teammate today, or mm-hmm. you know, they they're easy to compliment. I don't know. They they become they 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 uh, assimilate they into develop. our team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They develop. Oh, that's mm-hmm. weird. Okay, <laughs> all the words. All the words. <laughs> all the words. <laughs>
It's interesting to see that, though, don't you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, and like you said before, it doesn't like it doesn't just happen. Like it's almost like they grow into us. Yeah. So it's like a little bit each class they show that like, hey, I'm here to learn. Hey, I really want to learn. Hey, I'm here to learn. Hey, I want you guys now. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's odd how they just become like part of yeah. your family. You're like, when did you get here? <laughs> new guy it's like wait a minute when did, when did we start caring about him yeah why do i like you do you even have a name i usually kicks in about three months in i'll yeah. always call him the wrong name no matter what that's the truth <laughs> always it's like it's part of my charm that and being late daniel yeah apparently. charming just kidding i'm not late for classes now because there are no classes. <laughs> oh. Put one in the wind, Kyle. Well, uh, I wasn't I wasn't late for afternoon classes, as I argued with Colin. Because well, we didn't hear that one, but uh, <laughs> they'll talk about podcasts that didn't happen. <laughs> the ghost, the ghost podcast, ghost podcast. So at any rate, uh, I was accused of being late for the for the afternoon classes, which is totally unfactual. Because I'm always early for the kids' class, which means I'm on time for all the afternoon classes. Man, the the kids, it's important. I mean, you got to be structured for the kids. You guys can piss off, but like the kids, (laughs) it's important. (laughs) (laughs) At least you got standards. I do. I do have standards. Whatever works. Well, so tell us about your, how are you going to get the purple belt, Jeff? Yep. What's the game plan Purple belt by 60. Hashtag purple by 60. How old are you now? 58. I am fast approaching 59. I feel like there is a legit possibility that you could get there. You try real hard. I figured I would just age into it. (laughs) If we can just get rid of this coronavirus. (laughs) This shit's cutting into into your time. I know. know Trust me. Yeah, I feel it. Uh, so, you know, I'm I'm back down to a four-stripe white belt right now. <laughs> That's not true. It's withering away. That's not true at all. Uh, path to, um, so I am, I don't know if any of y'all, uh, when you're out there rolling and drilling and stuff like that and, and sparring. He even says it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I know, right? Continue. Sorry. <laughs> How about it's that? Inside joke. <laughs> so... You would know literally, that if you listen to the podcast, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Boom. Legit. Boom. So we have to say all those things because it aggravates a particular person who, who won't listen to the podcast now, I'm sure. Yeah. So I get, I find comfortable places, places where I can take a break during huh. the sparring. I and, don't know. That, I didn't know that about you, Jeff. Um, if so I, if you ever roll with me, I'm going to go to Turtle, yep. just so you know. Then you're going to get put on your face. Well, maybe. If you do, if you do what I want you to, I tend to um, uh, be um, uh, 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 like a spider. I will give up good positions, and in hopes that you mess up. And so my jujitsu was is I refer to it as old man tricks or or sneaky jujitsu or stuff like that. Um, so I've, I've got a, a whole regimen of those things that. I'm pretty good at, and I I have to, so my path forward, I have to find uncomfortable spots. I have to find new, um, new ways to, uh, as my coach says, get off your, 
Japanese. You can. We're not censored. You can say whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or, um, yeah. There's so, or you know, there's all sorts of things that I'm I'm constantly being told that I need to do, and I think the path forward is to start doing those things. Huh? Who would have thought that? Yeah. Just listen to your instructor. Listen to yeah. your coach. Who would have thought about Man. that? Odd. Very odd. It's an you know. It's, it's one of the one of those things. eternal jujitsu secrets. <laughs> <laughs> do as you're told. I it I think it's it's not so much do as you're told because that's not so I, we it's not you Jeff we all we all have these patterns that we are that become predictable. I mean, man, yeah. sometimes I go down the open mat. I mean, maybe I can submit. You know these 10 people or whatever but i submit them with all it's always the same thing and i mm-hmm. and i'm like man this is the same as i had same role i had last five minutes what why am yeah. i even why am i wasting my time why don't i just do something else you know like yeah. uh okay i can heel hook and uh soul crush that that guy yeah like good yeah. okay can you do something else could you mm-hmm. could you maybe like you know work a triangle or something i don't know i mm-hmm. i i look at and I think this is sort of the turning point when you go from from uh, lower belt to mm-hmm. upper belt. I think when you when you when you start to understand that like wins aren't aren't relative to like man, there are days I go down there and I just get my ass kicked. I just mm-hmm. get by people that shouldn't kick my ass. Right. So you're you're absolutely correct. Wins getting the submission is not is not the key, except when you're rolling with Dukers <laughs> or yeah. in a tournament. Or, 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 well, in a tournament, too, that would be good. Or, or, or like fighting for your life know, for but... MMA. No, you wouldn't know. know. You wouldn't know. Yeah, you yeah. competed twice. Yeah, I, but I wouldn't know about the win. Well, you represented yourself very well. Yeah. Very well. Um, so I, I'm always sort of looking for. Uh, it's weird if I'm if I'm preparing to compete, doing all my A game shit. Like you're getting you're getting what it, all the stuff that I do well all the time, hundred percent. Not that I'm going to go 100% hard, but I'm going to I'm tuning up my A game stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in, I don't want to say cruise control. When I'm in like learning mode, mm-hmm. I am specifically focusing on doing the things I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll I'll put myself in bottom side control. You know, I don't okay. I don't work so hard. Not with you. Not anymore. I done told you that. No, I avoid that like the plague. But I but I I don't work so hard to get. It's not like I let people pass my guard, but I'm not like, oh, they can't ever pass my guard. Mm. And then if they pass guard, I'm like, cool. Well, I'm going to work this side control escape that I've been drilling over and over and over again. Yeah. And then I do that. And I put them back in guard and they pass guard again. And then I do that. And like I use them as like an unwilling uke. Right. right. Mm. Um, I think, I think that there's a, to me, there is a, a, a key that, unlocks that door and it just comes with understanding like the wins and losses don't come in the gym mm-hmm. it's, it's important to have training partners that push you mm-hmm. but like like I, I will often we have a wall at the gym we have a wall that's full of medals and I just point at it and I tell people I'm like hey none of those medals were given out inside this room the, the preparation for them was, was earned inside that room mm-hmm. but like there's no you're not going to go over to a podium after open mat. No one's, you know, it's real rare that, that there's going to be some sort of situation where you need to win. Yeah. So I feel like if you're going to suck, mm-hmm. the time to suck is 
at at your gym so that you suck in front of the people who love you and who are trying to Im- help you improve, <laughs> not the people who want to take your soul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's my opinion, of course. So I feel like you're right. Your path to, to Purple Belt is filling in the gaps that, that you don't that, – that you don't strike, um, you're not really successful at right now. Yeah. Right. Stay the course. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, me neither. You don't know that. You might catch coronavirus. So, that <laughs> leads, so, <laughs> uh, Dukers told me the last time at the last open mat that Jess had had a dream. Oh, Jesus. And that uh, it was about me. And I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> And he goes, yeah, you caught the coronavirus. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then he said, and I don't mean to freak you out, but Jess's dreams are almost always yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. I was, like, I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to feel real real weird if you catch it. And then like we produce this podcast. <laughs> no. RIP for real. Yeah. <laughs> so in that respect. If you haunt me, oh, I'm going to be so I'm, pissed trust off. Trust me, I am going to haunt your ass. Don't I mean, who else would he haunt? <laughs> Granted, he don't want to see half the shit that you're into. <laughs> Still. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> but, oh, that brings a good point. We should have Jeff and Dukers on a podcast. Well, that would be hilarious. My hope is to have all of our teammates mm-hmm. on the podcast, like at some point. Yeah. And then start putting the the pieces together. Like the the funny, you know, like... Who, who's going to be uh, adversarial, like with you know, so like like Dukers and Jeff or mm-hmm. uh, Willie Kazushi and uh, and Drew, <laughs> yeah. uh, or just Willie in general, and, right? or just Willie and Kyle, oh, or, or, or or get or just get Kyle and Skullthorpe here. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> can you imagine what craziness that'll be? Dude. So, for the record, I have to go on the record now that I'm on the podcast and let everyone in the world know. All 11 listeners that know. Dukers is a bully. When you come to this, when you come to Phoenix, Dukers is a bully. I just want you to know that. I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're the bully, Jeff. <laughs> oh, you say the sweetest things. <laughs> can I can I tell the story about the being at the station? That night with that drunk guy. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Please. So, so <laughs> I love this story, by the way. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell. So let me tell my piece of it. Okay, before tell you it. tell this. Tell it. So I heard about this because me and Sarah were getting groceries <laughs> Sunday morning. My phone rings and it's Beber. I'm like, Beber has literally <laughs> called me twice in my life. What is going on? I answer the phone. He's giggling like a child. <laughs> and he's like, dude, what are you doing? I got to tell you something. It's like, I'm getting groceries, man. What's up? And he lays this story out. And he is just so giddy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I literally thought like, he was broke down or dying. <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. I just got to tell you this story. This was awesome. So um, I went to the symphony and... Uh, I, I didn't know that Jeff had been there, uh, but Jeff was there. And so um, uh, afterwards, kind of the after party for the, for the symphony goers and the symphony players and, you know, just people of that sort of thing. They all, they all go to the station, the old Hickory station afterwards. Uh, as much as we plug them, they should definitely, definitely pay <laughs> us money. I mean, a couple Reuben sandwiches, baby. I'm good with That's that. That's the tap. Right? I'll take some food. Can't get a Reuben at the no, station. No, got the... Uh... No, tr- who would know? Okay, you would know. 
Daniel. <laughs> I swear to God, Daniel will I argue. It doesn't there. matter. It's an awesome sandwich. I thought it was rude. Anyway. On with your life. So um, we uh, we show up there, and, and, and I had texted Jeff while I was at the, the symphony, and uh, I was like, hey, where are you at? Because I think, did, were you singing that night? I think the. No, no, no. Okay. Well. Um, we, had a, we had an after party with the symphony. Okay. All right. That we had to go to. So we show up at the Old Hickory Station, and, and uh, Jeff and Steve show up, and there's this party there, and they're, uh, I did not realize this at the time. I thought they had been to the symphony as well, but they were all dressed in suits and, you know, well-dressed and whatnot, but apparently they had been to a wake, and uh, there's just a couple of guys that are trashed, like fall down, staggering, drunk, drunk, and so this one guy he just keeps coming over our table. And uh, I, I finally, I was told him, I was like, hey man, go away. He was like, uh, what'd you say? And I was like, I said, go away. I don't, I, I don't want to be friends with you. Like, I'm not interested in what you got to say. Go away. And uh, the guy's like, uh, oh, you trying to, he said, he said something like, you're trying to get clapped outside. And I was like, what'd you say? He was like, you're trying to get clapped. And I was like... Uh, so at this point, I'm putting my hand on Jason going, it's okay. Yeah, Jess over here trying to talk me down. I'm like, no, it's, it's okay. not. It's not okay. It's not okay at all. I'm, like, this person's invading my private space, or my personal space. Like, I don't I don't owe, owe him any sort of politeness. He's not being polite to me. Hmm. So uh, I, tell the, I tell the guy, I'm like, go away. And he, he says, you're trying to get clapped. I didn't know what that meant. But um, apparently he was... Uh, that's code for, like, he wanted to hit me. And I was like, what'd you say? He was like, you heard me. I was like, well, actually, no, I didn't. But if you're insinuating that you want to fight with me, I can definitely oblige you for sure. And he's like, okay, okay. And then his buddies see what's going on. They come over. And I just told him, I was like, listen, you need to take this guy and go away or he's going to get hurt. And if y'all ain't careful, y'all get hurt too. So uh, they, they take him outside. He, he gets his shit together. And one, two or three minutes later, he comes back and he starts looking at me and looking at Jeff and myself and saying, "Well, he's bumping bumping into your date, and he hits Steve, and Steve says something to him." At but Steve's like super polite about yeah. it, and Steve's like, "You know, hey, uh, you know, oh, I I just saw you there, you know." And uh, Steve's Jeff's partner, of course, and so, uh, so he 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 said something else, and I and I was like, "Bro, I I will hurt you, like for sure." So his buddy's like, "Hey, don't antagonize him." I was like. You get him away from me. I'm sitting here. Your your boy comes up and starts like talking trash. Well, about that time, uh, the guy grabbed a hold of Steve. Not grabbed a hold of him, but like you know, put his hand on him and and said, "I don't even know." He what said, He said Steve had said something to him, and he goes, "Okay, boomer." Yeah, that's right. He said, "Okay, boomer," <laughs> and Jeff fired up. I mean, he got red and puffed up, and he said, "Nope." No, like real <laughs> points at the guy. He was like, "Hey!" And it, it, I, he starts to get up, and I'm like, "Oh!" <laughs> so, so the opposite is happening. I'm not like, "Hey, Jeff, calm down." I'm like, "Go get him! Go get him! Go get that <laughs> Go dude! Get you see what he did to you?" <laughs> so the guy starts backing up, and uh, his buddies grab a hold of him, and he, you know he starts kind of retreating. So I like got up and came around. I was like. Here we are. What what what's your plan now? Like you want to get beat up outside or inside? I don't care. It's up to you. So his buddies talk some sense to him. They they drag him outside. And 
I guess he. I guess he left. I didn't see him. Again. They, so they let us know. Well, he's been cut off, and that's why I was like, "Good." Yeah, <laughs> we're like, shouldn't have been that drunk to start with. You know? <laughs> and I mean, listen, I've been I've been drunk, and I've I've like done terrible things when I was drunk too. But uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes I had to pay the bill for it too. You know, sometimes people called me out on my shit. So uh, later, after after they got the guy gone, like a couple of his friends that were, I guess, sort of less drunk, they came over and they're like, "Hey, man, sorry, but." You know, we've been at this wake, and one of our friends died, and what? And I, and I, Jeff was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear about your friends." And I mean, he was <laughs> Jeff was as concerned as he could possibly be. But then I was like, "Yeah, man, sorry about your friend, but let me explain it to you. <laughs> your drunk buddy all up in my face, like he don't, <laughs> like, he he can go on, like drunk. I don't care why you're drunk. Don't be, don't be that way around me, and expect to get a free pass." It was truly awesome to see. The power of self-confidence and jujitsu, like <laughs> erupt into Jeffrey Mingus. I mean, I was, I was horse laughing because this guy just knew he was a tough guy, and I was like, "You have no idea if if Jeffrey Mingus grabs a hold of you, you have a serious yeah. problem." <laughs> Can you imagine some? doughy 25 year old college <laughs> idiot getting just wrecked by jeff mingus oh. how awesome would be that i, Dude, I would love on that. a hardwood floor as well oh, man yeah. oh my god, <laughs> god. That just he just, looked up that he, right yeah. <laughs> he didn't even he know he didn't even know he was in trouble are crazy that's a scary don't act like that. that's not true either no just how many here, of like, those guys have stepped into phoenix and be like oh okay i'll go with you and then you yeah. just smash them feel for safe five until, minutes until they get the cross face of doom for five yeah. minutes with Jeff laughing at them, <laughs> telling them they're doing a good job. And, and and you just gotta block that cross face. Don't let me get my shoulder on you as he smashes you through the mat. And then I pull out my lapel and I go. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't. You did. You were wearing a jacket. Yeah. Oh, hey, this is how serious it had gone. I was wearing a tie. I, I had already taken my tie off. And I was like, I had, I had to take my jacket off. I was like, well, if I'm going to beat this dude's ass, I don't want him to have a, a noose to hang me with. You know, <laughs> I was already like, well, this is this is what we're doing tonight. Going to have to buy some new suit pants, I guess. 95% chance he wouldn't know what to do with them if you were Well, them. yeah, but you don't want to yeah. give him anything to hang on to. That's true. Like, even, even if they don't know, like, who Yeah, who but I'd have been over there. No, no, do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be coaching him against whoever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're losing. Get up. <laughs> Sweep. <laughs> Get your hips back over here. <laughs> Wait, have you never done this before? What's wrong? with you <laughs> i can tell you this uh so jujitsu has changed my life in a lot of ways but in one way uh many of the listeners already know but uh, I'll, I'll say that uh i i was a bouncer at a a uh a gentleman's club. a gentleman's club for a while and um it it was when i first started i uh i was worried you know it's a stressful job to have to be confrontational again like towards people mm-hmm. um but after doing that for a while, you can get it. Just get one. No, it's almost my time. Okay. It's almost our time, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, being, being some, some people you have to be confrontational with. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't want to, it's your job yeah. and, and like other people's safety are involved and whatever. So, like, uh, that, that part has that, the confidence that jujitsu has given me has carried over into, even though it's not my job anymore. I still have this like, hey, uh, 
I don't want to be your friend. Go away. You know, you know, like, like it's, I think I tell my dog training clients, it's okay to tell people, no, you can't pet my dog. Like yeah. go away. Yeah. And I think it's totally acceptable to tell some stranger that I do not know that I don't want to talk to who is intoxicated, go away. Like mm-hmm. I, it's, it's totally acceptable. Mm-hmm. Now, how they choose to deal with that information is up to them. And if you have to punch them in the mouth for it, then that's their problem. Yeah. But like, it, I think it's totally okay to have boundaries and, to have healthy boundaries and say, I don't want you here. Like, I didn't invite you over to my table. Get out of my face. Yeah. Stop blathering about nothing. Well, see, I don't even see that as being confrontational. But no. drunks do. But oh, yeah. drunks it's not, it's not that yeah. you don't. Like, yeah. I, I did not intend to start a fight with that guy, did I, Jeff? Nope. I was yeah. pretty plain. I was like, hey, man, listen, I don't I don't care what you have to say. Please go away. Mm. But he, oh, yeah, well, I'll stay here for the duration. Okay, then. If that's what you're trying to have. Good luck. <laughs> Cause you about to get the skippity pats. Yeah. I don't. He, he was about to get. He was about to get mingus. <laughs> he just didn't know how close he was. Afterwards, I was telling Jeff, I was like, you know, because you know, adrenaline goes up and down. I'm I'm having a blast because I'm kind of used to that sort of thing. Jeff yeah. Jeff's is sort of experiencing this in a in a different space than I am, and mm. so I was like, Jeff, isn't it hilarious that like there's maybe two people in this building that you couldn't just kill with your bare hands like think about that though. like how many people were at the station that night that i mean me and joe sample you know like there are two people in a building that, that could stop you from killing them if you chose to so there's like this there's a weird phase that you go through so so we'll take that guy for instance no clue no probably never like he's never been around somebody who is legitimately dangerous. Never. Never in his life. So you're ignorant to violence. And then you get your white belt or you start training any martial art and then you realize, oh, okay, like you can get seriously injured. After that, you get, you know, your blue belt. You've had two, three years of training and you kind of get like this, you get comfortable with violence. Yeah. (laughs) Like the first time that I realized that um, was when I first got my blue belt. Or no. No, I think it was... Right before I got my blue belt, because I had done a lot of no-gi training with the guys in the garage. And before I got my blue belt, we were at Fast Lanes, you know, that bar that was yeah. open for like a year. Yes. <laughs> like, so many drugs and raids and everything else went down at that place. But we were at Fast Lanes, and there was this bar fight literally three feet from us, just started. Me and my buddy Stout were sitting there drinking. And this guy, like, just hits this other guy, lays him out on the floor. And we literally turn and look down. To watch the fight. And people are like, break it up. I'm like, they're not fighting us. Like, yeah, like, I'm just not. let them have it. You know, like we were comfortable. Like I stepped over the guys to get out of the way so they could keep going. So you get like this weird comfortable level with it. Yeah. And like that was kind of where you were at. So at the same time, Jeff was at the place to where Jeff can be very violent if he chose to. If he chose to be. If you chose to, you could be a very dangerous person to many, many people. Yeah, like a but, huge percentage yeah. of the population of the yeah. world. To the future students of Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu, He's that's very not dangerous. true. No, it's <laughs> that's <laughs> very dangerous. I am not a bully. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff is a bully. I'm just an old man trying to make my way in the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you look at your side of that. So you're obviously a very dangerous man to many people on the planet. And you were comfortable with, hey, I'm just going to yell at him. Yell at him doesn't work. We'll take it outside and I'll just do what I do. Well, I, my, my favorite thing to say to people, they're, they're always like, let's take this shit outside. I'm like, oh, you tell do- them like you're 
No, like, dude, I literally I'm look a, at. I'm him. a brown belt in jujitsu. You don't want none of this. No, no, no. Here, here's what I do. I, I've I've said this to like three or four different people. I yeah. I like look at him stone cold, and I'm like, does an ass whipping feel different outside than it does in here? And it just chills their shit. They're like, ooh, uh, I didn't think about that. Like, like this guy will beat me yeah. up in here. Like he's not like trying to. So I we stop and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. I say we take it outside, and then you say, okay, let's do that, and then we go out different doors with each other. <laughs> yeah. <along. laughs> I, I, I would say that my my experience with uh, being a bouncer, it's not that I'm the baddest dude on the planet or anything like that, no. uh, but I found that when you're comfortable with a level of physicality, mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter how what kind of motorcycle you ride and what your haircut looks like and how many you know what what your clothes are what you yeah. do for a job what your buddies think of yeah. you all yeah. people all men have this inflated uh like idea of their of their place in the violence world yes. like all, everyone does the and, stories they tell themselves oh, about yeah. how badass yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, for sure. And I used, I know cuz I used to tell myself these I same know, stories, right? you know, I was 22 <laughs> like, man, I'm a badass. Yeah. No. The forty-one-year-old Jason Bear would beat the crap out of the twenty-one-year-old Jason mm-hmm. Bear. So I, I would just walk up and touch somebody, just grab them by the elbow, and like, don't do that again. And they're like, "Ooh, uh, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> Here's some <laughs> giant dude, you know." And he's like, "Okay, sorry." Yeah. So anyway, that's the game that I play in my head when we go places. Now I look around the room and I go. I think I can take that. <laughs> That's normal, man. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds I mean, weird. I can take that guy. That one might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're getting crazy. It's when you're like, ooh, I want to try that guy. <laughs> I bet that would be a fun role. <laughs> so that meme where it's uh, that, that kind of old school boxer guy is probably Irish or from uh, Great Britain or something. He's got his he got his, uh, got his Queensberry, Queensberry stance up, and it says uh, – uh, uh, Bar fight? You mean target rich environment? <laughs> oh no, outnumbered. Yeah. Oh yeah. Outnumbered. Yeah. You mean target rich yeah. environment? <laughs> well, uh, Jeffrey, is I know you have to go, but man, yeah. it seems like this this hour and a half has went by really fast. It's mm-hmm. been by way fast. It's been great, man. Yeah. Really enjoyed this. Podcast. Aren't, aren't, are you pleased with my my uh, guest am. selection today? I've always been pleased with your guest selection. Uh, not always. Are we? <laughs> so. <laughs> So situations happen. We'll give him a re- we'll give him a redo. Yeah, yeah we got. So give him is a this the point that I'm supposed to talk? No, really Jesus slow or back or back way away from the or, microphone and yell and yeah, hoot, way back here and yell like this, hoot and holler and <laughs> just be ridiculous. Uh, Jeffrey, before you go, so I would like to say I am truly, uh, absolutely honored and so happy that you are my friend and my student and my teammate. Like. That, that's just an absolute fact. I would never have thought that uh, you, you would have this place in my in my circle of friends that you do now, and I'm I'm really thankful for you. So, thank you for being my very good friend. Do do you have any uh, words of wisdom for people, or anything you want to plug, or you don't have a book you're selling? Do you? No, nope, uh, no books. Do you have a Instagram you're trying to promote or <laughs> hashtag purple by 60? Yeah. So no, it's so the thing that I would tell you is um, you're never too old. You're never too out of shape. Show up, try it and keep coming back. And I'll, I'll, I'll end by saying it has been an honor to be here. <laughs> 
Thank you both for that. Feels weird for someone to say it's been an honor to be on our podcast. (laughs) Mm. Um, Y'all are a huge part of my life, Mm. and I appreciate everything you do for me. Uh, Your friendship, your guidance, your laughs. Um, Yeah. Well, thank you, Jeff. Thank you for being here, Daniel. What do you got? I've got two things. One, follow the hashtag. Purple by 60. I know that you just write those kind of as like something to do, but they're always they're, they're extremely pretty insightful. Yeah. 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 I really enjoy them. I, do too. I hope you continue to do those. I really, I love reading them. And two is whenever I did teach the morning class, a lot of the times it was me and Jeff. <laughs> it was you and Jeff. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I had a blast teaching those classes. Obviously, I wish other people would show up, but whenever I walk down, I see Jeff, I'm like, oh, we're doing jujitsu today. Like, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some laughs. We're going to talk. Like, that was a very enjoyable part of my week. It really was. Well, I appreciate that. Not just that, but while you were teaching him in the morning, he would show up for the afternoon class. There were many yeah. times that Jeff's doing two a days. Oh. And how many, how many of our 22-year-old, I want to be a cage fighter guys are doing mm-hmm. two a days? That's it. Zero. That's how many. No, you've got <laughs> a couple good ones now. Well, now, but I'm talking about yeah. then. But, yeah, then, yeah, then, back uh, then. Yeah. You got to think, like, Every person that came in the door <laughs> wanted to know when we could set them up with their first cage fight yeah. in the beginning. Like walk in the <laughs> door, hey, I'm trying to get a fight. I'm yeah. like, eh, whatever, bro. Yeah. How soon can you give me a cage fight? I'm like, how soon you want to get your ass kicked? Yeah. <laughs> like, we can do it this weekend. <laughs> I, I have quite a few things to say. So first, Jeff, we got to have you back. We didn't get to any no, of our... Did your part. No, I didn't do my part. Uh we didn't get to any of our crazy uh, jujitsu travels, which we have done no. lots oh, of. Yeah. yeah. So Jeff and I uh, have been to New York together. We've been to um, Miami. Miami together. We've been to all kinds of interesting seminars and whatnot. Um, so we got to have you back on. Okay. Of course. Um, I, for me, this uh, coronavirus uh, or COVID nineteen, whatever, whatever our, it's not even really a quarantine. The uh, Self distancing, the self, the the self distancing, distancing and the and yep. the altering of our lives has truly. Uh, I'm sure it's impacted everyone. I'm not trying to say that I'm special, but it's been it's been pretty dang difficult. Mm-hmm. And the difficult part is that I miss my friends, like Jeff, like Daniel, the rest of my teammates, and uh, it's been it's been difficult. Like it really has been hard to be away from my my friends, and I mean y'all are basically my family. So oh, that's my social circle right there. Yeah, yeah. same. It it's my only social circle. Yeah. Um, but I I guess I would say uh, so if if you listen to this and you're still cooped up at home, check out uh, Phoenix Jiu Jitsu uh, YouTube. Check out our Facebook page. I try to post a bunch of videos of like stuff that you can do uh, on your own solo drills and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of good. There's plenty of good solo stuff to do out there don't be afraid to uh triangle your significant other mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good bonding experience. unless they've just had a kid like so daniel's <laughs> wife sarah please don't triangle her she, she would probably be pissed oh sorry she just <clears throat> yeah we worried about that <laughs> um follow follow our instagram mm-hmm. uh make sure uh, wait wait which instagram uh, let me is make it sure report the dot no that's not right let me let me make sure i get it right before i tell yeah. people the wrong thing but um, while I'm looking for that. So just try to treat everybody good. It's been, it, it is, we've all, we, all of us are, 
Yeah, and, you do not need a thousand rolls of toilet paper to move through this. Please stop hoarding. Others need that stuff. Yeah, so uh, it is not report the dot. It is so Phoenix F E N I X dot jujitsu is the Instagram. Okay, so the dash is the one. The, that's da- not the underscore not is the underscore. one gotcha. that you should report. <laughs> gotcha. Um, all that being said, man, you guys just treat each other good. Like we we don't have to. You know, you don't need you don't need all the toilet paper. You don't need all the the wipes. You know, like we're gonna get through this. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. A bunch of us going to get the flu, and then we're going to go on with our lives. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Thank, thank you, Jeff, for showing up. Thank you, Daniel, for uh, making this all happen. Being the engineer and the, and I mean, truly, you laugh, like but it. I'm saying thank you. Oh, no. I mean, I hate you, but thank you. <laughs> I hate you too. But I enjoy doing this because I enjoy learning about new people. I do so, too. And I, I mean, too. obviously, Jeff is a new person, but I love talking to Jeff. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Seriously, thank you for coming on. You're quite this welcome. is thank one you. of my favorite podcasts. I think so this far. has been our best podcast. Yeah. Like I'm not, no, I'm, no, I'm for real. Good, this yeah. has been our best podcast. Yeah. Uh, nobody got real drunk. No. There we go. no. <laughs> We've made intelligent. Why'd you look at me? <laughs> uh, speaking right, of which, I'm, I'm going to get some beers. Nice. Okay. Sounds like a great idea. All right. Thank you all for listening. Uh, as always, Please look us up on whatever platform you are. Leave us a five-star review. Share this. Let other people hear it. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.